Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. All right, Tiffany Thiessen's on-screen charisma has been gaining her fans since she starred as Kelly Kapowski in the cult classic television series Saved by the Bell and later in Beverly Hills 90210. Her debut cookbook, Pull Up a Chair, skillfully translated her talent for cooking and warm hospitality to bring people together. Today, she's the host of MTV's hit series, Deliciousness. Her new book is Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. And next Thursday, September 28th, she's going to be at Anderson's Bookshop signing her book in Downers Grove. She joins us tonight. Hey there, Tiffany. Hey, how are you? I am great. Okay, so this book, uh, and I love this book because uh, my kids live with me. There's leftovers everywhere. We all have them. <laughs> They're piling up in the fridge. Yeah. And But this book, and, and your other cookbook too, was inspired by your mom and growing up and her being creative in the kitchen, right? Correct. Yes. I mean, my, my initial love of cooking and all that came from my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, all of them. Um, and this new book, Here We Go Again, was really kind of, um, it kind of was created by sort of two ideas together. And, and, it, and it really started at the beginning of the pandemic when I think a lot of us were questionable and scared to go to the grocery store. So we were a little more forced, I think, to, to look at what we had in the fridge and mm-hmm. the pantry longer than sure. we normally do. And, um, and so that idea made me really think like, you know, this is kind of how I was raised, not because of, you know, a pandemic or germs or whatever. It was more because of a budget. Um, you know, my, my parents were on a strict budget. My dad worked two jobs. And so my mom was already more than I knew that she was really creative about taking, you know, the roasted chicken that mm-hmm. we had Monday night and making them into enchiladas. And half the time I didn't even know it, you know, right. and, and it was all because it was stretching the budget throughout the week. And so it really gave me the idea that I've never seen a cookbook sort of really honing in on leftovers. Um, and I think some people love lefters, leftovers like I do. And then there's some people like my husband who despise them. And so I wanted to really kind of show people that there's really, you can, you can put a little breath of fresh air into leftovers if you look at them a, a slightly differently. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to do with this book. It's funny you say that because I feel the same way. Like I, when I tell my kids that this is left over from two days ago, they lose interest completely. So I've just Isn't learned not funny? to tell them. <laughs> yeah, I stopped. Oh, believe me, I'm right. I'm right with you. I stopped telling everybody in my house. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And you know what? It's it's the old saying. You know, sometimes not knowing the information is good for you. <laughs> you, you know, I am recently gluten free, and so I would tell them I'm using gluten free pasta. I'm lo- using a gluten free crust, or or for for pizza or whatever. And they would have comments, wouldn't they? Of course they would. Of course they would. Yeah. And then I just stopped. I just stopped telling him. And I will tell you, there's some things that taste great and there's some things that don't. So yeah. they'll yeah. look at me like, okay. Yeah. Uh, this- You're trying to fool me, Dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but you know- I think, you know, I mean, just like stuff, you know, vegetarian and vegan and, and, right. and gluten, they're getting really good with it. So I feel like there's a lot more products out there that people can actually yeah. really incorporate the way they need to eat, you yeah. know, nowadays with everyday food. So. Yeah, no question. And I come from a generation just a little bit older than you where Sunday family dinner in the late afternoon alternated at the grandmother's and yeah, you know we yeah. would we would get stuff taken home and then we would have versions of that 
yeah. the next couple days. But you yeah. know, you talk about and, waste. And yeah. To, well, and also, don't you remember? Like after those few days, usually towards the end of the week, it was like a smorgasbord of so many <laughs> things all on Friday or Saturday, right? Yeah. Don't you remember that? <laughs> but it wasn't always creative, and it wasn't always creative as, as no, you have in your no, book because wasn't. you'd be like, okay, we're having spaghetti, Chinese food. And yeah. what now? What is what is all this? Yeah. It's just yeah. a sea of leftovers. But yeah. my, my grandmother had a uh, this drawer that literally was just filled with flour, and she had a shovel, and everything was homemade with that. So she just as soon as she opened up that drawer, you knew you were getting a homemade meal. But I also knew they made extra for us to take home. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's great. I love that, and I love that. You know, hopefully people will. We'll look at the book and, and get a little inspired, you know, as well as get a little warm and fuzzy about just the nostalgic of it all. Yeah. Like a lot of my recipes are very sort of old school, just with a modern twist and, and you know, kind of, you know, I mean, who would have thought that I would have put ambrosia salad in a, in a recipe, you know, <laughs> in 2023, right? right. But it's really good. <laughs> I have to tell you, I modernized it in a way that it's awesome. <laughs> but the, the cookbook itself, even the look at it when you're p- going through the pages, it has a retro feel to it. Yeah, very much. Well, I, I wanted to give a little a little nod to my childhood, you know, growing up in the late seventies, early eighties, and and I wanted it to kind of go along with the with the food and the inspiration that I got for the book. So, yeah, no question. So, a lot of people used to grab a piece of cold pizza any time of day. I see somebody doing on social media all the time. They're taking leftover pizza to work for breakfast. But yeah. I want to touch upon some of your dishes. You've got this yeah. pizza for breakfast sandwiches. Oh, and it is divine. I mean, even my kids love it. I mean, look, I love a fried egg on pretty much anything, but you put it on pizza from the night before or two days before and you add a little crispy pancetta and a little fresh ricotta and oh my gosh, it's, it's, (laughs) it's stellar. It takes the pizza to a whole nother level. Yeah. Are they, are your kids like always like, are they adventurous enough to when you put something in front of them that they've never seen before that, that they finally know like, yeah, yeah, I'll try this. You you got it, this, mom. Yeah. It depends on their mood. I ha- I mean, I have one teenager, so you know how that is. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the mood. Um and it depends on if the components are something that they know. I mean, I'm still always trying to get them to understand that just at least try it once. And that sometimes also just because it might look a little different doesn't mean that it's actually still not the same things that you normally ate. It's like going true. to a restaurant, you it's know, true. like like just because it's presented differently doesn't mean it's not the same thing from home. So um, I'm always push, pushing that narrative with them. Um, and, and I do believe in lead by example. I really do. So I try to get them to, to see that I'm, I'm a healthy, balanced eater as well as my husband. And they're, and they're watching that too. So, But when we grew up, it was also about cleaning your plate and eating everything yeah. on your plate. And I don't think that that has to be the push, but it does provide opportunity for leftovers. I think there's a new way to approach it because I, yeah. I grew up with that too. And I don't know if that's probably the healthiest thing, no. you know, but yeah. I, what I tell my kids, and I don't know if this would work for anybody else, but I tell them to put what they want on their plate that they can clean it. And if they want any more, they can go back for seconds. Yeah. So that way they're not wasting, yeah. um, that it could be packed and put back into the fridge, you know, for later. Um, that's how, that's how I do it. You know, do you also make, um, a little bit extra because I've got one, my older son will take stuff to work with him or, or to school in yeah, a container and my, my other two won't, but he will. So I always make a little extra for him, right? I, I've always tried to make a little bit extra on pretty much every night and, yeah. and it's, they don't take it to school because they, they both have actually hot lunch at their school. So it gives mommy a yeah. little bit of break with some sort of food prep during yeah. the week. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but we, we, again, we, we, 
repurpose it in many different ways, whether it's lunch for my husband and I, if I'm home during the day, it's thrown into a salad or some sort of, you know, or it's maybe thrown into, you know, a frittata or a quiche in the morning. It's always being used. I really try to limit um, what I'm not using food wise. And if it, if it is something that I can't use, um, I'm lucky enough that we compost and we have chickens. So it's either in the Ah. compost or it's, it's given to our, our very happy chickens. I love so. that. Okay. All right. Like I've come home with leftover steak from a meal. You're not going to throw out steak. And, you oh, know, no, I have, st- I literally have steak in the fridge and it's <laughs> going to be put into an awesome steak salad for my husband. Ooh, today. I like that. You could do it with eggs for breakfast. I mean, there's a, yes, a, a of course. steak and, and eggs, the best. And you do like a, a grilled pork burrito. So that's another leftover uh, recipe. Of he, and it's one of his favorites. And in mine too, I have to say, cause that rice is, is something else. That rice recipe is really good. Yeah. Tell folks what's in this one. Oh my gosh. Well, so you've got leftover pork. You've got a really nice flavorful rice in there. You've got the cheese and you've got the crispy outside. I mean, you can load it up however you like. I put pinto beans and stuff in it, but, um, but you know, really, I think burritos are one of those things that you can definitely personalize, um, the way you like it. Um, whether it's the type of cheese or the type of bean or, you know, the meat that's going inside. I mean, this is easy to do with leftover chicken or leftover beef or ground beef or whatever. You know, that's the thing about my book too, is that I give you lots of ideas on the side as well as what's in the recipe itself, but also like you can sub this for this, this and that, you know, that kind of thing. I think it's important to be able to look at recipes, especially people with families and, and, and really look outside just the normal recipe and be like, okay, I don't have pork, but I've got this in the fridge. Right. Right. The one that, uh, I saw that I'm going to try because there's always leftover pasta every single week is your spaghetti pie. That looked oh, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny. I didn't realize that a lot of people really didn't know what spaghetti pie was. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah you new. don't. Yeah. It's it's really fun. Um, it's fun, and I think most kids generally will like it because one, it has the word pie in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and because it's made from spaghetti. You know what I mean. Yeah, there's no question. We're talking to Tiffany Thies, and her new book is Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspirational Level Up Your Leftovers, and there's more with her next on 720 WGN. Talking to Tiffany Thies, and her new book is Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. All right, this one I saw, uh, and I found it very funny and and very creative, is that the cereal in the bottom of the bag. There's there's always, or in the bottom of the box, because it got loose out of the bag. Right, so... I mean, there's so, so I had to devote an entire chapter to things like that from whether it's the bottom of the box, the bottom of a bottle, bottom of a bag, because there's always somebody in your house that doesn't know how to close a box properly without it getting stale or don't want to touch the chips that are all broken at the very bottom. There's always things you can do with it. And so the cereal one is great because there's always that leftover dust and cereal that's all crunched up at the bottom. So I make cereal pop, you know, milk pops out of them. They're like, you know, little ice cream bars. Um, and they're he- he- on the healthier side made with yogurt. And my kids love them. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Here's the thing, though. How come in this day and age we can't just seal the bag shut at this point? It's just a, it's just a, it's a ruse. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> yeah. And it's like if all the things I said over and over again were put into little like sticky notes, I mean, my house would be covered. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, the holidays are not far away and Thanksgiving is probably the most gluttonous of meals. So you've always there's just tons of leftovers. You know, I usually have, you know, like uh, Ziploc containers to, to give to people when they go home. But I love my Thanksgiving leftovers. I love the turkey. and repurpose. It's one of my favorite holidays because of the leftover food, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So talk to folks a little bit when you think about turkey, the sides, how to stretch some of those. 
Yeah. Well, I, I also have in the book um, a whole entire chapter dedicated to holidays. So not just Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, there's Easter. There's Hanukkah. There's, you know, uh, I mean, there's everything. There's New Year's. Um, I wanted people to kind of look at the holidays as being those days that generally have more food, of course, yeah. you know, and giving them sort of new ideas of what they can do with it afterwards. And Thanksgiving, of course, is the king of holidays with food, right? Yeah. And so... There, to me, there's a plethora of ideas. Um, there's a couple of them um, that I have in my in my um, in my in my cookbook. Here we go again. One is one that we've been doing for years, and it's shepherd's pie, and it's made with so many different leftovers from turkey to the green beans, or you can do it with peas. You yeah. mash potatoes, the gravy, like all of it can all be put it. and made into a shepherd's pie. That is absolutely divine. And what's great about shepherd's pie is you can freeze it. That's true. That's very true. And we can create some portions for the rest of the winter. Absolutely. And then I have another one that I make with um, cranberry sauce and it's a cocktail. Oh, oh, really? Super, super fun. And then also not in the book, but you can also go on my blog to look at it. I make savory waffles out of stuffing and it is (laughs) truly the best thing for the next morning after Thanksgiving, having savory waffles with a little bit of turkey and a nice fried egg on top for breakfast. Uh, It's stellar. Looking forward to seeing that too. That's awesome. Okay, you also have a backyard garden, and I have a small one. It's it's great to go grab something like this summer. I, I grabbed like a ton of tomatoes. I roasted mm-hmm. them, threw some barad in the middle, had a nice little appetizer. But it's a great way to teach kids about growing their own food, not wasting, and 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 enjoying something that they grew themselves. Yeah, taking pride and seeing it go from, you know, seed to a piece of food, right? Like it's it's one of the best things I think we ever did with our kids when they were little was and, and I grew up in a family where, you know, my dad is a retired landscape architect and, and plants and food and all that were very big when I grew up and we also had chickens, which we do now and and I, I just see I think my kids look at food a little differently and and hopefully in a healthier way of showing the importance of how food gets created, how it gets put on our table, right? You know, and and it takes, you know, all the elements of, you know, sun and water and love and attention and just like our chickens. Um, and, and it's important. And I, I love it. And I, I don't ever not want to have something growing in our garden. Yeah. And we love it. It's it's really quite fun. I mean, harvest days are, are big days around here that are celebrated. I love that. Like, what, what are some of the things in your garden that are, that are most well, we're ju- Yeah, we're just finishing up the tomatoes. I think we're almost at the very end. Yeah. Peppers, um, which are still actually going pretty strong right now. Um, my figs are booming like crazy. Wow. Um, I'm okay. actually going to go back out there and check to see if I got some any more ripe ones. Um, but the tree is full of them. Um, we, uh, I mean, you know, the lucky thing about California, Southern California, is we've got the weather on our side and and we generally can have great produce year round and it's pretty special. So um, we're super lucky um, with all the stuff that we grow. Um, and we got little baby pumpkins that I'm hoping oh. will get a little bigger <laughs> by nice. the time we uh, hit, hit Halloween. So It is so funny. You mentioned your dad was a landscape architect. What we learned from our, our families and our parents and our grandparents, uh, you know, mine grew up on a farm. And so they went out in the backyard to get their food. I mean, that's, yeah, that was so so I, it sounds like it, it very much had a huge effect and, uh, you know, on you as a, as a person. It did. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a garden. Totally. I had a garden as a kid, have it now. And it's a great thing to that's teach. Awesome. I kids. love that. Yeah. I love that. But it is also about teaching about waste. I mean, that's what all of this is because I do remember a time where just leftovers would go bad and you'd end up dumping them in the garbage. And that's why I think oh, completely. this oh, book is sure. such a great yeah. inspiration. And I, but I think we're at a time again where budget is, is just as important as it was with my parents way back when. 
again, you know, we're living in a time that things are very expensive right now. And, and, uh, but there, there's, there's two positives to it. I think, you know, if we can help our budget as well as help the environment, I think that's a win-win. Absolutely. I heard you talk about the book before I let you go with, with Mario Lopez. I, I just love, and I think fans love too, when you still embrace and hang out with those folks from that first show <laughs> that, and, and you must love it too. Cause it's just, it just I takes do. you back. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. It's, it's, those are deep rooted relationships, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of like my brothers and sisters, you know, I spent massive amounts of time during a very pivotal sort of, you know, big, big chunk of, you know, my, my childhood with them, um, more so than my own brothers, you know, so, um, they have a huge impact in my, in my world. And I, I still, you know, still am very, very close to them for sure. Well, it's fun too, because you can help each other promote some things that you're doing oh, yeah. in your life, right? Yeah, very true. Very yeah. true. Well, the new book is Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. And again, Tiffany is going to be at Anderson's Bookshop in Downers Grove next Thursday, September 28th. Stop by, say hi, get a book, get an autograph. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd love to see. Chicago is one of my most favorite cities in the country, and I can't wait to be back. Awesome. We look forward to seeing you. Thanks for your time today, Tiff. Thanks, honey. You too.